Welcome back to another episode of Where's the Lie? How are y'all? How y'all doing? Mm, y'all holding up? I feel like everyone has pretty much lost count about what day this is in the house. I don't I don't know if y'all know how many days it's been. Um actually for me this is normal shit. I've I'm I'm cool with this quarantine. <laughs> Honestly, I you know what I'm saying I pretty much it's pretty much my everyday life. I really don't go out. When everybody was out and about, when the world was open, I wasn't really out there like that. And so you know, with this being quarantine thing, you know, I'm pretty much still in the house like like usual. Um, and I'm actually getting paid more now. You know, gas is down. There's really no traffic at like five o'clock on any of the freeways, which, you know, for me that likes to do a hundred on the freeway, you know what I'm saying? Feasible. I'm just saying, listen, I know it's been rough. I know it's been rough. And it have no fear. If you are the ones that want to be out and about and are tired of your home, places like Georgia and other places. I don't actually know. I just really know about Georgia because that's where I live and um, are opening up slowly. So hooray for that. Me, on the other hand, I would still um, see about quarantining yourself or keeping social distancing. If you need to make a run, you know what to do. Keep six feet away. Put your mask on. Make sure you got hand sanitizer and wash your hands and all that good stuff. Um, Here we are. And I want to know what you guys have done or learned in this time of, um, you know, downtime, I told someone the other day that I think that this was a, a time where for those of us who were crying out for some type of like breath or break or some clarity for maneuvering through the world, the Lord was like, all right, let's just put everything on pause. Figure the shit out. All right, here you go. Figure it out. Do what you got to do for you. Try to figure out what you got going on. So that's where I'm at, and I'm actually cool with it. And I've been doing a lot, a lot of self-reflection. And so I think this week, you know, I don't know what y'all have been learning about yourselves, about, you know, what you want to do in the future or whatever. But, you know, since we're doing some downtime self-reflecting, I thought that it was good to go down memory lane on some of our topics some of our really amazing self-reflecting topics, some very exposing things. Oh, so naked. Okay. But um, yeah, so we are going to put together, like last week, three of our top topics that we had on the show thus far and just kind of, you know, do some self-therapy like we've been doing, y'all. Okay. So here are some topics that we really really love and we hope that you guys really really loved them too and uh yeah talk to y'all heavy heavy you got so heavy baby (laughs) (laughs) y'all should have seen what she did okay anyway uh we better just have a little uh you know girl chat therapy session yeah yeah yeah, this week we're talking about. Okay, so let me preface this, right? I don't know if that's the word. Preface, pre preface, the preface, preface. Preface. Let me preface. It wasn't me this time. I'm gonna write it too. That's sad. Um, so I turned 31 on Wednesday. Happy birthday again, Ooh, and, and happy it, birthday, Beyonce. I can say that now. Sure. Happy birthday, Beyonce. Love you. 
This look on her face. Birthday. Okay, go ahead. Birthday twin, I love you. Yeah, you can say that. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, it's been rough. This year was rough. Um, this I think the whole year of thirty was was a rough one for me emotionally. And I think the big question, um, I think I've been asking myself probably for the last six months is like, what the fuck? is my purpose like what is it mm-hmm. in everything what is my purpose in like just being professionally like what is my purpose and that has been a tough question to ask especially because all of the reflecting that comes with that and inner that inside work that you have to do mm-hmm. it's almost you see y'all hear that because it's Ooh, anyway, say something real quick. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, though, alley me. Okay, so is that how you use that? Maybe not. Mm. Oh, God, purpose. Man, that is like one thing you fight all the other depression battles right. to fight this one less. Okay. <laughs> Only for it to be the most important it one. It is the most important one. Mm-hmm. Who child? So, how do you find your purpose, right? Like, how do you get to a place you like, not only my career purpose, but my purpose on earth? Right. 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 And and how and how are the things? So what? So I'm going to just say this. I, I feel like I thought and I do think that creating art through writing is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I think I'm talented in it. I think it's about one of the only things I would really consider myself doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned and and I think I fought to find it mm-hmm. because I thought, you know, everyone thought singing was going to be it, which I have horrible, horrible stage fright. But I'm, I'm going to get to, I think, where that stems from as well, which is the basis for my other problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so when that didn't work out and clearly I was not a business person because I flunked out of business school. Mm-hmm. So, and then trying to figure out like what I want to do, what I like. And I'm just, the one thing that I know I'm consistent, consistently obsessed with is television and Mainly television. I love movies, too, but (coughs) mainly television. And I found myself very fascinated in the creation of television. And then when I took a screenwriting course for the first time at Georgia State, I was like, oh, figured out what I want to do. Because I fucking love dialogue. Mm -hmm. And I talk all the time. And I hear characters in my head all the time. I'm the only child. I think I've created them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just hear people talking in my head all the time. And so that, it needs some place to go besides me talking back to their asses. Yeah. So it got to go on paper. So I felt like I found it, right? Like, when I I was like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. And I think that I always kind of knew it was it because it was always the one thing that made me feel better mm-hmm. you know I always used to write poems yeah. and little short stories and it was the one thing that I think always really made me felt feel good um and then so this last year where the writing was not coming like whatsoever mm-hmm. and then it becomes oh shit <laughs> I'm not doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. so is this it and I think that that has been the the hard part for me is when you thought you have 
come to a place where you found it and then you feel like it's just gone. And then now it's like, was that really my purpose? Or, you know, saying, is there something else? Mm -hmm. Or is it me? You know, what is happening? And I think that is where I'm like, I'm, I was, I'm sitting in right now, Mm kind of sitting in, not really like progressing a little out of it, but that's where you were. That's where I was at least a week ago. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I, I did the work, I think, to find something that I love and that I think I could express who I am in. Right. Which I feel like, okay, and, and and if people get moved by that, then okay, that's that's the purpose. Right. And then, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Shit happens. It, it stopped coming and then I had to figure out either was that the purpose? Because you asked me that question and that was a hard one. Dion got so real with me. <laughs> Y'all, Dion's been getting so real with me these last, <laughs> well, all year. Listen, <laughs> we both had very, very exposed moments. And so we were sitting down one day and she was like, Lex, do you want to write? Is that what you really want to do? And I was like, damn, do I? And I was telling her afterwards, I was like, that causes a whole slew of questions right right? now you're questioning well shit now you got two roads right if i don't what What the fuck what the fuck am i gonna do because now i've invested all of my energy (laughs) chasing this dream (coughs) halfway chasing this dream (laughs) let's be i'm if we're gonna be honest today halfway chasing this dream and um and then now it's like okay well if that's not it then what is? Now I got to figure out. Now I got, I feel like I will have to start all over <laughs> to find out, like, what is my purpose? And then it's like, do you, do you want to write? And it's like, yeah, I lo- do you like writing? Yes. Do you love it? Yes. Do you like all that stuff that comes with <coughs> after the writing process, before the writing process? And these are things you have to think about. And then when you say yes to all of that, and then it's like, so why are you not doing it? <laughs> Then it's like, okay, maybe it's not the purpose. Right. <laughs> maybe it's you. <laughs> right. And now that's a whole nother level of work that you're gonna have to do. Cause now you're standing in the way of you. What you, you what you what God has set you out for you to do. Cause so many prophets have told you that's your path, mm-hmm. right? I've had I can at least say factually, I have had four prophets prophesize over me in my lifespan Mm -hmm. mainly all before I was 21 Mm -hmm. and every person has said to me you can have everything you've ever dreamed about and more actually I see more than what you think you want for you you gotta let go of that fear didn't the tarot card man tell you that too the I call (laughs) he's in the four okay (laughs) The, the exact same thing and so, and yeah, child. yeah, I everybody has said that fear is what is holding you back to act like she wasn't even scared. <laughs> if it's walking around here like she ain't even scared, <laughs> like, baby girl, my sister, she, her, and, and one more person, you know, him, well, his name's it. <laughs> <laughs> they have been the two people in my life these last couple of years that have kept it extremely real with me mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, oh. <laughs> that's how I've been. That's how I have felt <laughs> at least the last two weeks. He's like, oh. 
well, damn, D. <laughs> right. Like, you said you love me. You talked to me like that. What? I am your Lord. I thought you cared about me, right? right? Those have been the two people in my life that have been my, as your mom would say, reflection and be like, bitch, you ain't perfect. Mm-hmm. You smart. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel smart. I don't think I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm my sister or that very smart man. I don't think I'm their type of smart, right? Mm-hmm. I think I know things because I know things. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> random things pop out. But, like, those two, I love smart people. I love book smart people because that means you you go out your way. Right, to learn right. things. Right. And the teacher can tell me I had to learn U.S. history. I don't. <laughs> I know I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but they will do that because it's required. Right. I don't do it because I'm not going to need it. Right. But though, you know, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. But they they have gotten me clean together, baby. Right. And I, girl, okay. Well, you know, sure. I'll do the work. Do you <laughs> think you have found your purpose? Oh, my God. I've known my purpose since I was young. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know my purpose. But I've been exploring it a little longer <laughs> than you. My purpose is people. Mm. I am, uh, I've always been told by my prophet that I'm very easily talked to, right? And I had to accept that at one point because I felt like that was putting myself on a pedestal. Like, oh, yeah, everybody likes me. No, she was like, but she's not that. Because you're difficult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was like, but there's something about you strangers find comfortable. And they will tell you. It was one point in my time, in my life, y'all. I couldn't go. I wouldn't. Anxi- and I have, I'm empathy, empathic and I think I said it wrong. And I'm, um, You're an empath. Empath. Mm-hmm. And empathetic, yes, and um, I have anxiety about crowds because mm. I know if I go anywhere, somebody's going to say something to me. Mm-hmm. It's a given. Mm-hmm. I can never just go to the store and nobody talks to me, and they always end up telling me something very personal. Anybody I ever really worked with, I can't get into. I really don't like talking to people because they end up crying <laughs> in front of me. Yeah, I've had two coworkers end up crying in front of me, and I was like, bitch. <laughs> Because then it makes me, I'm in a position like, but see, I know how God talks to me. Mm-hmm. God talks to me so I can talk to people so they can get something off of their chest. Mm-hmm. So I know my purpose is people. And they ain't even on no selfish shit. I'll listen because I don't know, they can't tell somebody that. And I know what it feels like not to be able to tell somebody something. Mm-hmm. So then my question came in, what you do with that, right? So what you do with that? Right. What do you do with that? That's why I went to get a psych degree, right? But I don't like school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take a couple courses. I like anything. My, all my psych classes, I excelled in. Mm-hmm. I had stupid good grades in those mm-hmm. because I love it. Right. It's, it was anything, research into psychs, like in experiments, just how people, you know, where the, the psychiatric community has come from being very barbaric practice towards the mentally ill to now we try to lean and we do inclusion and stuff like that. It's very interesting to people, but I like people. Mm-hmm. So what I, I want to talk to people because, hey, talk to me. Tell me what's going on because you might be able to tell me something right. that you can't tell nobody else because, one, you know, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck enough not to carry that with me. Right. But you can't tell somebody that close to you because they're going to carry that with them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that now I'm just at a place like, so what do you do with this, right? Yeah, so that's my question, right? So there's a difference. I don't know if there's... Put a question mark behind it. Is there a difference between finding your purpose and 
knowing how to execute the purpose. There's my issue. Okay, because that's my issue. So we can get, I can get this far, right? And then I'm sitting here like, okay, God, now what? Because mm-hmm. I only move how I feel mm-hmm. at the time. And then for a minute, I'll be like, okay, so what do I do now? And he keeps showing me that if you start being more grateful for the now Mm -hmm. and not anticipating what's coming, Mm -hmm. that you know is coming, then you wouldn't feel so stuck. Mm -hmm. And just like that, you know, all of a sudden we get some new equipment that we didn't have to pay for, right? Right. When I have to learn to appreciate the gifts he's given me. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn to stop being so difficult to the people that I love Mm -hmm. because I'm frustrated with something with myself. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm Because I live in expectation. Right. And that was affecting my purpose because I couldn't give 100% to my purpose and move like he say move because I'm worried about something else. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, <laughs> girl. Uh, I think that the execution is blocked <laughs> for me. Okay. I think I, think I kind of know how to execute, but because of my own self being in the way, it blocks me from actually being like these. This is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. Go do this. You know what I'm saying? Because we had that conversation this week. Y'all been doing a lot of inner work, y'all. Let me tell it's you something. It was rough. Listen, and everyone in this house fucking knew it was rough because <laughs> I didn't get my hair done. She didn't get a hair done for a birthday. I did nothing. Everyone had asked me all week, Lex, what do you want to do? I don't know. Nothing. Lex, what do you want to do? I don't know nothing. I did nothing because in my mind, I felt like, why? what am I celebrating? (laughs) Really? Like, what the fuck am I celebrating? I just want to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me. That's all I want to do for my birthday. I just want to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me because I do not feel like. So when did you get to the point you felt like you could say you could say that? Because some people live and act like they're doing their purpose right. But when do you, it's like people say they walk, I just walked away from a job for such and such years to go walk in my purpose. Mm-hmm. Like what, what is that moment? Cause yours is so fresh to you right now. What is that moment when you was going to be like, I can't, I can't keep doing that. You. Girl, don't do me that. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, honestly, no, me. honestly, it was you, right? It was you having to call me out and to, for me. And so, and I have to stop doing this. I'm going to be real. This is about to be a real transparent moment, right? I have anxiety, depression. My anxiety comes off of disappointment for the people from the from the people close to me, but I really feel like that's mainly in my head, but I just feel like I get so anxious about disappointing someone, but like when I do drop the ball and then I go into like oh, I got to make excuses of why I dropped the ball so nobody is, like, upset with me, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I told Deion, I said, I got to get used to criticism not going into depression where someone can say, like, reflect a mirror and say, hey, hey, this is what you're looking like right now and take that and be like, let's fix that shit instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm such an awful person. Because that'll... Right. And I had, like, a whole day of, like, just talking right. so down to myself to the point where I was like, well, you know what? I'll just be here till my mama die and then maybe, you know, I'll go with her, like, voluntarily. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it got to that point. And then the next day I had to wake up and be like, bitch, 
it's your birthday. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which means you here. <laughs> right. A whole nother revolution. And so now we had to figure out, are you going to stay in the slum? Because what the fuck is crying going to do about it? Um, It's not going to change nothing. It's not going to change how you feel. It's not going to change how you feel about yourself or how you're, how you're being perceived outwardly. So either you're going to like suck it up or you really going to just do something to yourself, which I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that brave. <laughs> it takes a lot. Or that selfish, honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't, you know, I have to like think about that too. I'm really not that. I have to be grateful for the people who are in my life to be, to not be like, don't nobody care. Cause people right. do. People care. People care. So I probably I would never, but it be coming at some at points it runs through your yeah. mind. I, and if somebody, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I think a lot of people would not admit to how often they think about suicide. Right. I'm gonna be real with you, because you think about it. Right. Now you know the, you you the line the where the line draws between that's too much mm-hmm. is where people get lost. Right. Right. So, you know, you can talk yourself over that line just by thinking everybody's against you or what the fuck ever in your head, right? But, like, more people would say, they wouldn't say, but it runs through your head Mm -hmm. um, at least once a year. Right, right. (laughs) So, yeah, but it was basically, make a long story short, it was basically you at first having to call me out and then showing me, like, this has been a pattern. (laughs) And then... Then having to ask, like, hard questions to have to ask myself and then figuring out, like, if this is what, like, if you really, when you look at your life and you see what you want your life to be, why are you not moving in the direction to where you can get that? Because you can. There Mm -hmm. is really nothing holding you back from that. Mm -hmm. You have a steady place to live. Yeah. You have a supportive team. I have. I have kids, but I don't yeah. have kids. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I help y'all because they're go. here. But they're not mine. Which I don't have financial or, you know, I don't have someone that's one depending on me 100%. Yeah. So, and like, you know, so when you have to ask your, your questions because you can't say, you can't in your spirit feel like I'm stuck without having to say, well, either why and what are you going to do about it? Because yeah. if you really want to live out the purpose then you have to move out your own way because it's it's not you yeah you're like your purpose is really just god's mission for the experience around you i feel yeah. like you know what i'm saying it, it's not your purpose right it's for other people because honestly if it if if it was my purpose i would really ask god to give me some extraordinary time i could go work a nine to five and get paid a certain amount and be happy and content with that so i could be an adult pay bills and get my, you know what i'm saying yeah. like that because who wants to struggle trying to figure out art right nobody if you ever see an artist that is not them okay that no. is not their purpose for their life that is god's purpose for their for life. their life because nobody wants to do this struggle nobody, nobody wants to question like is this for me because if you cuz you get to that point to be like is is this it is this really what it's supposed to be you know because that artist nobody wants to do that they don't you really don't you have to be a madman to want to be an artist. And those are normally the ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You see what artists are like, right? You be creative. You have a lot going on at one time in that small head. Right. So I, so it was like, you know, you 
asking the hard questions had to make me ask myself the hard questions and be real with myself to be like, if that is that burning desire that you know is nobody else but purpose, then why are you not doing it? Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, other things had to come into play, like confidence. Mm-hmm. I have been... Has, I have had self-esteem issues. I was a thick girl growing <laughs> up in L.A. The only good thing was I was light skin, had long hair. Yeah. I was kind of cute. I was like a chubby cute. I've had plenty of little dudes say that to me in school. Like, she'd be cute if she was... Right. Yeah. Right. But I had, you know, I was light skin, had long hair. I could flip press. And so yeah. I, I didn't get like, ain't nobody really bullied me. I had people <laughs> talk, you know, kind of. Yeah. But so, but even as such, I felt like... I have always had like a self-image issue and I think that has rooted into everything. It has rooted so much that I am fearful of excelling to where I can be seen. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that that halts fucking everything mm-hmm. because it halts a social life. It halts a professional life, especially a professional life where you have to network. Right. Like you have to go and talk to people and meet people and connect with people because that's how you maneuver in an industry where you try right. to get some shit on TV. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think that that has halted everything. So it's really not the purpose. It was, I had to figure out, it wasn't the 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 writing. It was me. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It was the, I'm blocking the purpose. And so that, you were the person that did the switch. Oh, my bad on your birthday. <laughs> I, I told her I was sorry that I made her cry on the birthday. I did not cry. <laughs> she was close. I did not cry. Hey, rude. <laughs> I didn't I cry. Was like, are you mad at me? <laughs> I was like, no. It's but, you know, so you have to this that that self-love thing people talk about. It's a hashtag and shit, and you think it's lighting right. candles and dancing <laughs> and just being like, oh. No. But it really is some internal fucking work. Because like with with the person who don't want to be mentioned, um, <laughs> I had to realize, you know, I was doing this shit by myself mm-hmm. for a long time. I had nobody to criticize how I was doing any fucking thing because it was just me. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that that don't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's not their fault. Right. But they got to learn, you know, we had to learn how you move. Right. And I was like, well, in my head, I'm thinking, well, I'm compromising me. Right. Right. <laughs> No, bitch, you supposed to. <laughs> Don't you want to be with somebody? Right. You have to compromise you, right? Right. So, so Lex, that's a whole different thing. After you get you together, you spend so much time getting you together and knowing your boundaries and what you're not going to have and what you're not going to take, that they sometimes mm-hmm. turn into uh, roadblocks too, mm-hmm. right? And so then it's like you got to chip away at what you worked so hard to to build, and you feel like, well, I don't want to do that to fit into nothing, but you're trying to build something else. Mm-hmm. So I, that was a, a switch for my black ass. Because <laughs> that was something I was like, no, because I'm an independent bitch. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> but <laughs> you chose, you want to be with somebody else, right? right? Yeah. You can't expect somebody to come in and do what you want to do. That's a child. Mm-hmm. You want to be raising children? <laughs> no. <laughs> Girl. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> but, I was like, oh, this is what my folks was doing. <laughs> oh, that's why they used to fight. 
Okay, I get it. Girl, that inner work, (laughs) that in, like, y'all, listen, I think if you are at a place where you are questioning it, I think you need to just, it's going to hurt now. Just question it. Yeah. You got to ask yourself the hard questions. You got to ask yourself the hard questions. Like, why are you so crazy? (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to be. You need to find out why. That is a must. You gotta bitch. ask somebody else. <laughs> bitch, was that crazy? Yes, it was a bit much. Damn, Whew. I don't look good. And then, and then, like, so I uh, was like, okay, what got me was, ooh, ooh, real transparency. Let's go. I'm scared. Don't be. <laughs> you see how she cooks me? I'm nervous. We got hors d'oeuvres for that. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, Dion has said something to me that kind of touched me a little bit. And she had kind of broke some things down. And long story short was, um, she had told me that I was comfortable. And I think I I think you said I was comfortable in the dis- disappointment. Yeah. And I was so true. And I was like, <laughs> And then she was, and she, some other stuff, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> it prompted me to be like, you know what? I am so scared to see what going to happen. I just be like, I'm comfortable with it just not happening. <laughs> like, right. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it just not, just not. Because the, the un, why is the unknown so scary? Because <laughs> it's the it's unknown. Because you nobody knows what it is. Cause it's but the you unknown. never going to know what's out there. You'll never know what's out there until you just try. If it's what you want. Right. Then it's yours to find out what it is. It, like it's for you. It prompted me to change everything. <laughs> I went. I was like, okay, so let's let's do at one, number one. Let's declutter. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna declutter. We're gonna start with my closet. Lord, metaphor for my whole life. <laughs> it's just so much stuff in there. I'm, I'm still not goddamn done. <laughs> but you're working on it. You were supposed to clean that closet years ago. <laughs> So bad. So decluttering was number one. I was like, maybe if I could get all this fuck energy out, uh, yeah. <laughs> clear my space, yeah. regroup, get some clarity. That was like step number one. Number two, all right, let's do confidence, right? So what are we going to do to combat that? No one really knows, kind of. But we can change some things that are a point of contention. So we've been exercising. But you know, we just going to do a little more. So I've been getting up every day. I've been getting up, doing my own shit. Like So it was just like having to really, I say, I have never fucked with myself. Yeah. On some real shit. In order for you to really move in your purpose, you have to buy into the purpose, right? And buying mm-hmm. into the purpose means that you have to believe that you yourself can carry out the purpose, mm-hmm. which means you got to fuck with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because, I mean, you know, everybody say, oh, this person is cocky, this person is cocky. Yeah. But at some level... You have to be. You got to fuck, fuck with yourself. yourself. You got to believe in your shit. Right. And so I can I can say that I don't think I've ever really fucked with myself. I think there were moments where I was like, oh, I mean, I'm cute. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little talented. I'm kind of funny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm 
Always playing so humble. Right. But I have never, like, you know, expert Kanye level fucked with myself. Yeah. You know Cause word. Because Kanye fucks with Kanye. Right. Kanye, but be- yeah. him believing in him the way he do makes other people believe, believe in, in him. him. Right. That's real though. Right. So I think that that if you you gotta get to a point where you got like you fuck with yourself. Yeah. And if you're not fucking with yourself at this level, then let's do some things to change. So that you can fuck with yourself. Right. Because you have to believe that you can do this, the task that was given to you. Yeah. And if you can't, then you're going to be stuck. Because you don't trust yourself with it. Because you don't trust yourself with it. And then you start then you start blaming other things or God or you start begging for things that he was like, but you don't even want to do what I asked. <laughs> Why are you asking me for this? For anything. Why are you asking me for this? And so I think that those are all the things that I have. Because when you, you got to... When you fuck with yourself, when you got to start fucking with yourself, you got to start dismantling who you thought you were. Yeah. That's hard. And that's a tough one. Yeah, that shit there, especially as a full adult. Right. <laughs> you already somebody to somebody else in somebody else's eyes you think you are. Right. So it's, it comes into play, like, do I want to be looked at different? Right. You have to be. If you want to, if you want to feel different, I, you know, sometimes it's it's hard. And I, this, because this was scary for me. I'm not gonna lie, because I don't curse on social media. Well, I didn't <laughs> before this, but I'm a curser. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's gonna embarrass my folks. So that's gonna, <laughs> you know, all this shit was running through my head. But at the same time, it was like, and I told you to do you. Right. Mm-hmm. What did I say, dude? Right. And I have learned enough about God not to do what He says. Right. But see, I feel like now that I'm going through all this, Dion was you were placed here the time that you were because God was like, we gonna stop this shit. <laughs> now see, so, so here's the thing again about me going out in public, right? Because again, I know me, I know my gifts because. My my prophet coached me through it through that time. Uh, remember, go back to the spirituality one. Mm-hmm. Well, she talked me through all that, and she she you know she was like that thing you're running from, girl. She read the fuck out of me mm-hmm. when I first met her. She was like that thing you're running from. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? I had goosebumps. My mom in the room I was like, what is she talking about? And she was like that thing you're scared of. That. Maybe you need to figure out why you're scared of it mm-hmm. and stop saying you just don't like that. Mm-hmm. Figure out why you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whew, but I'm shy. You know you're not. Your <sighs> mama had you on the stage how much in your life. Okay. And so I have, a, again, natural gift for people. I try not to read the people I love because that's a lot. And nobody likes that, right? <laughs> You right. I try to just <laughs> I tend to read people in public just to see who is not a serial killer, right? <laughs> but I like to read folks. I love being in public. I love reading people. But you know, I don't like to do it to family. But on her birthday I looked at her in the kitchen and I was like a voice in my head was like, If that's your sister, why are you gonna keep letting her struggle? <laughs> Work. And I was like, all right, let's go. Right. Well, let's let's go talk for a second. She Ooh. had this look on her face. I was wet. <laughs> I was like, oh, she finna be mad at me. Like, I think God was like, we gonna stop all of this. Like, on some real shit, like, you gotta stop. Because, and if nobody else is going to, is going to, like, if your mama can't make you move, yeah. then I'm going to place the next person who you feel is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's gonna, that, Hmm. Let me get my words together. I'm going to put... Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said, I'm going to put the next person who's 
that the disappointment level in my life mm-hmm. that has happened, right? It goes my mom and grandparents. Yeah. Dion yeah. now. Oh, girl, shut up. Don't do that. No, on don't some do, real don't shit. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> on some real shit. No. Like, I mean, I, but listen, I love Ashley. Ashley is tender, okay? <laughs> Ashley, me and Ashley have only been into it one time. It was on some fuck shit. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. It's the only, you know, Ashley has never, like, she'll tell me, like, Lex, now listen. I mean, it, you know, yeah. she'll tell me when I'm wrong, but she ain't never pulled me on no carpet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dion will pull you on a fuck, and, and to the point where it's not like you mad at her, it makes you really look at yourself and be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? And so then in turn, especially for me, it makes me be like, I don't want her to feel or look at me like I am not in same loyalty or whatever with her. So yeah. her her opinion, her of me and everything, it matters. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really up there. So she has now been bundled into my anxiety, <laughs> depression, oh, right? Oh, that's not great. And so it's not great if you don't know how to handle it. And I think yeah. I'm trying to get into a mode where... Yeah, but it ain't about disappointing me. I just want you exactly. to be happy, yeah, that's right? What I'm saying. It's not, I got shit to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is me and my fucked up brain. <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. So so, so I think God was like, okay, well, if that's how you feel, <laughs> okay, if that's how she is in 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 your brain, then guess what? I'm gonna put her in your house, <laughs> and I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show you how she sees you now that you are not in separate places, right? Right. Because if if her opinion of you is important, then you will start changing some fuck shit about yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be- it only not just to please you, but right. because it's real fuck shit about yourself. You right. have, you know what I'm saying? And that, and I think not fucking with me mm-hmm. was some fuck shit about myself that I had to be like. They went through all that to get down yeah. to the bitch. You still, you got to believe in you. <laughs> it took all of that for it to come back around to, so you ready to believe in you? Are you ready yet? Are you ready? Because this go. thing I got for you, you letting the shit get old. Right. <laughs> So don't let it expire. And you keep asking for the same shit. And I don't understand why you keep asking me for the same shit if you're not doing the shit I told you to do. So that that was the thing with me, too. Because at one point I was like, Lord, I don't know what else to do with, you know, the podcast. Like, I, I did, you know, we've been steady. We've been consistent. I've been trying to move. When you say move, I just was stagnant. I didn't know. And then all of a sudden it was just like, like a light. Mm-hmm. What did you ask for? Mm-hmm. Like before you got here, what did you ask for? And I was like, I said it, and I was like, that is literally what I have in my hand. Mm-hmm. So what are you not doing? Right. And it always comes back to you in your own way. Yeah. I know God is like, don't blame me, okay? <laughs> I gave you the fucking tools, right? Okay? Don't blame don't me. Don't blame me. At so. the end of the day, it's always going to come back to you. you and so I had to tell myself when we was working out. They said, "Come on, team! Come on, team! Say I'm gonna crush this, right?" So I was like, "I'm gonna crush this." So started doing the damn burpee and jumping. I was like, "Oh shit, that made a it's, difference. It makes it works. It made a difference." So right. I had to apply that to my life in every area. I was like, "I say out loud, I want to be better at this person being this in this role in my life, so it'll benefit this person." Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to crush this shit. Right. Right. I'm going to do everything in this area because that'll help. That's going to make it easy for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when they apply to home or to dedicating myself to the podcast or, you know, even that my baby can read shit. Oh, I'm going to crush this. Right. 
It's a challenge. You watch the video twice a day, do some slides, that's nothing. Right. We can do that. I think we had that conversation and I was like, you know, we're real firm believers of affirmation and speaking yeah. to what you want in existence, but you never take that into you never take that into account when you think about your daily talks to yourself. yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never take that and that that when that it really is changing the language yeah. of how you of how you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you because I started doing that too, right? Like I started talking to myself differently or or saying like I got this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you got this. Like yeah. and, and that changes a lot inside of you. You, like, you have you, no idea how right. that that puts a little burst of Right. I can do this. I'm working out three times a day now because I put the extra strain on my goddamn self. <laughs> To get up early to do it by myself, to do it in the mornings with Dion, and then when Ashley come home from work, do it with the set. And then last, so the other day when we do the third one, I'm like, I went down there huffing and puffing, right? Like, I'm just not motivated, guys. I've been up. And then I I started thinking, like, bitch, you did this. This is what you want to do. Bitch, don't blame them nor and nor get all yourself. You said you wanted to do this. Let's Guess do what it. we finna do? This. We finna do this. And in the middle of work, I was like, you know what? We finna do this. We finna do this. <laughs> we fucking got this. I got this. Yes, I got this. Let's go. Let's go. I told you sometimes you have to that spark that you gotta spark that ignition. Right. To be like, bitch, we got this. Cause who else gonna have it? And right? you gotta say it daily because I think Whew. I think you get so gung-ho in the beginning. This is definitely my problem i don't want to get so gung-ho like this place right here Mm -hmm. and then it drifts to back to old habits right so it is definitely a daily thing i definitely i'm starting now to make meditation in the morning after cardio those are the first two things i'm doing now yeah because i need to do my cardio and then i need to get back grounded and reset yeah and i because being here with Dion, learning that you know you can't come downstairs grumpy and fucking in the morning. God damn, you done fucking ruined everybody' day now. You know what I'm saying? You can stay upstairs, right? Just, damn, nigga, I'm tired too. I got a whole baby. God Girl, damn it, that boy don't sleep. That boy sees no sleep, and then sometimes he'll smack me to make sure I'm still there. So rough. Girl, I'll be tired too. But you know what? Like, it's hard as I am on you. I'm ten times harder on myself. Yeah. I had to change the language in my head because I will talk myself into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. And I like to lay out everything. like, this is why it's like this. And this is why. Even if I'm mad at somebody else, I'm just laying shit, laying shit. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're mad about nothing, really. Mm-hmm. You literally made up a whole scenario in your fucking head mm-hmm. about nothing and now you have a slight headache. <laughs> you know, made yourself so sick <laughs> over shit that ain't never yeah. happened. <laughs> nothing. You have no proof of none of this and just, it, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to realize like, why are you so mean to you? You're so mean to you. Mm-hmm. I'm mean to me too, girl. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Oops, I am a bitch. And I was <laughs> like, okay, girl, let's stop this. Don't you miss laughing? Like, genuinely laughing? Right. Yeah. Don't you miss that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Girl, I don't know why I discovered... Lizzo, let me apologize to you real quick, girl. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a moment to apologize to Lizzo. We you sleeping. For discovering her so late. I am sorry, girl, because <laughs> if y'all don't know, that Truth Hurt song she put out, Two years ago, it's yeah. just y'all niggas just now getting to it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm niggas. I'm y'all niggas. Okay? <laughs> and the meme, I'm y'all niggas. No worries. I'm, I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Um, just now getting hip to it. But let me tell you, Lizzo 
is a motivator. Yeah. Okay. And she really is just talking about herself. Mm-hmm. But in in her talking about herself, it makes you be like, yeah, you, know, you know what? <laughs> Who defines what a bad bitch is? <laughs> You're a bad bitch. <laughs> like, Who defines what a bad right, bitch is? Right. You can do this. You know, like, it really... Who gonna stop you? Right. They have you, to physically stop you. They have to physically stop you. Like, but you, you know what I'm saying? So, it, like, she really... And I, I advise every woman, uh, mainly black women, I'm talking to you, um, to, um, in the event that your inner voice has um, want to take a timeout, coach, yeah. asking for, you know, like, I need water. I need water. Like, Y'all have kind of, you start seeing yourself seep back into some old habits. Put Lizzo Lizzo, on. Yeah, when you feel that. Lizzo on. Put your self-esteem, right, put your self-esteem back on because baby mama said, y'all go, if y'all haven't listened to or watched the um, Power 106 Breakfast, excuse me, Breakfast Club. um, Charlamagne Nim. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Her interview on there, I mean, I'm... With changing my language, I'm changing what I'm consuming, and I'm I have found myself. Not only am I gravitating towards it, but it's gravitating towards yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, things that will keep my mind on track. Yeah, and so that interview came like shit right on fucking time <laughs> because it. Um, she was talking about self esteem, and so she said that she had someone prophesize to her. She was in the seventh grade, mm-hmm. and so she was like, someone had invited her to their church or whatever and they were having those people there and she's like I can talk about it now because it's happened Mm -hmm. and so she was like this lady had came to her and she was like you're going to try to lose weight and it's not going to happen but it's okay because you're going to be famous and you're going to inspire millions um, just the way you are she said dead ass and she was like at first I was like bitch (laughs) because right because she was like but she was like no lie I had just started a slim fast diet like she was like, I had just that week had just started a slim fast diet, trying to lose weight because that's what young black girls do. But I did it too. Yeah. We, we tried to do all that shit. Herbalife <laughs> tried it. I've done every fucking fad <laughs> in the book, and at a young age, oh, like really? I was taking shakes to fucking school. Yeah, did it work a little? It worked. Not, no, because <laughs> first of all, you're not really. First, it's all sugar. Second oh. of all, you're not really doing it at like. You got to think, I was in the seventh grade, but I was like 10, yeah. 11. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm a kid, so I'm still going to sneak and eat what I want. Yeah. So now I'm just drinking Slim Fast sugar shakes on top of the shit I'm already it's still eating. eating. No, yeah. it's not fucking working. So no, they don't work. But I, she was like, she was like, and you know, here I am, me Lizzo inspiring so so many people you know trying to just fuck with it just all comes back to fucking Fucking with with yourself yourself. and so and and you even just in her presence right she said honey i got my wine she just fucks with herself you could just she don't even really gotta say it you could just tell Tell, yeah that's how she and she said she had went through all that shit too to get to where she is because that confidence shit is a motherfucker because it's just (laughs) you talking to you girl and who it be loud in your head oh my god it's so loud. I'm like, why is everybody screaming? Why is that? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't gotta be that loud. Ooh. You wanna see what's on TV? Right. <laughs> right. So let's watch TV and do nothing. Okay. So yeah, so I think that I do know my purpose. Yes. 
I think that the purpose was very clear, especially because I, I fought to get there. And it was a it, a light bulb had went off when I found it. So it's not that. And I'm yeah. got to the place where it's you. Mm-hmm. Let's do some inner work. Mm-hmm. And then let's move forward. Because mm-hmm. you have nothing. A, you have nothing to lose. Right. There's, there's not one person in this world that's going to let me be homeless. Right. <laughs> so if I fail. Right. I'm probably just going to still be in the same spot I'm in right now. Yeah. So let's try. Yeah. And let's see if, you know, because it, especially if you trust God, spirit, and whoever you're calling to and trust that they have mm-hmm. instilled this in you, why are you yourself bringing the fear into it when they've already told you it's going to happen? You got to believe it. Right. And believing, it sounds easy until you do it. Okay. And then when you do it, you'll be like, that feels so good. Okay. The process hard now. <laughs> Don't let nobody fool you. I am in here struggling, but I am. But it's a new struggle, right? It, it ain't is. the same. Struggle. It's not the same. It's really not. And <laughs> I have been through a struggle, <laughs> thinking I found myself. Okay. And it wasn't that. It's not that. It's so not that. it's a whole brand new struggle. And I'm pretty sure there will be another struggle it's down always, the line when I transition something. to something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so for the. If y'all Again, are out there that feel for me. Forever evolving. You must be forever evolving, or you're not doing justice to you or the people around you. Right. Don't nobody want the same person. You be consistent where it counts. Right. Right. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> well, want to take a break? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right, we back. Okay, so this week, I think we should just dive into it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we both mm-hmm. struggle with. Mental, mental health. health. Oh, and we have our and we have our friend Michelle here. Yes. Um, also, you know, not a stranger. Yes, no, yeah, no, no, not a stranger. I said, I think I said on the first um, episode of Where's the Lie, because that's the name of this show. Did yeah. you know that? Okay, that's right. Um, that I believe that Black people in general have PTSD. That's, I feel like that runs very true for me um but um specifically myself Mm -hmm. have to deal with depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety well that's what i've been diagnosed with Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's fancy she had a doctor (laughs) (laughs) i've been properly diagnosed oh no no yeah that's my diagnosis is depression anxiety Mm -hmm. okay uh, I'm undiagnosed, <laughs> but I know I got a host of problems, right? <laughs> a whole a, a them choice. But no, so like, I think I deal with anxiety, mm. especially when I'm in a space and I don't know anybody. Then, you know, if you're moving, your chest be do, 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 do real fast. And uh, I also, I tend to get very sad at times. It just depends on what triggers me at the time. Does it, is it, so for me, the sadness is like overwhelming and it's sudden. And a lot of times I have no idea what the fuck I'm sad about. Like, and it takes me a minute to even process it for Uh myself because Mm -hmm. it comes out of the blue so hard. And it's like, okay, why am I crying? Why, what is wrong? Like, what just triggered me? And I have to take a step back to really understand what is happening around me. I think prior to the incident that happened this past summer, I could kind of pinpoint my triggers and try to avoid them. Or when things happen to come start on set, and I could be like, okay, let me back up. But I got like a whole new set of triggers now. Mm-hmm. So like doors slamming trigger me. Or we were watching uh, 
if Bill Street could talk. Mm-hmm. And Lex wasn't aware that that was a trigger for me. And I was like, just so you know, I'm going to watch it because I want to see Regina King, but this is a trigger for me. So it's a lot of things that I'm not able to do that I was. It's like certain smells now. That's the trigger. So it's, I get... I get anxious mm-hmm. and antsy, and I can't be still. Right. And so then uh, I'll start fidgeting, and my mind will go 30 different places to keep from focusing. So if I say if I, w- I would get sad behind that. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that happens, and then you'd be like, bitch, you lost it. Like, for a second, you'd have fucking lost it. Now... What you can't get it together? Are you you that you're an adult? Pull your emotions together, right? You're an adult. <laughs> you're an adult. You're an adult. <laughs> I never say that to myself. Girl, I be trying to talk to myself like you guys to pull your shit together, and then I be upset that I can't get a grip on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how mine's come come about. Have you? I haven't. Okay, so when I first, I don't think I even realized about myself as far as depression quick little story time I guess of how I found out how I okay. ended up at a hospital to figure out that I was <laughs> depressed anxiety okay. <laughs> I feel all fancy like, you, know, you gotta do the you know if you have a label on it do, do you okay <laughs> you know instead of people who just walking around sad and they're like I'm good you know yeah. somebody told me what it is well, I can what, get it. what led you to get diagnosed okay so <laughs> my whole life people always told me I'm a smart Mm-hmm. Because I graduated things early. I graduated high school at 16. And so I guess in that sense, I thought I was grown and hot shit. So I ended up uh, flunking out of college, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to anyone around me. Right. Like I, I was rooming with my cousin. We had an apartment together and we were going to the same school and she had no idea. My mom was in Ohio taking care of my grandparents because they were sick. So I was basically just ducking and dodging people after I had <laughs> flunked out because I was embarrassed and I really wasn't living life like I was just kind of going to work because that was the only thing I could just keep up. Was this at Barnes and Noble? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Hello, where else would it be? <laughs> so um so but I um like I was getting like speeding tickets and I wasn't opening mail. That's a that was a trigger for a long time. Like I still like cringe when pieces of mail have my name on it because of that incident because like the loan people were now hitting me up. Like, okay, girl, well you ain't in school, so right. money please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, wow. Right. And I'm trying to hide that from my mom and how long did you were you able to hide it? A semester. So, like, up until my cousin, because my cousin and I were supposed to be in the same year, but I kind of, like, flexed it because I transferred school. So, yeah. I was like, I got another year. So, but when my cousin graduated and my mom was starting to get real suspicious yeah, um, is when I got caught. And so, um, all that happened. And then an incident happened where I made a mistake in the midst of me getting yelled at yeah, with saying, like, I had a thought of just driving my car into a wall before I got here so yeah, I didn't you get know, in trouble. To, yeah. And That's scary though. My mom freaked the yeah, fuck Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> so now she calling people. We didn't take it to I, we went to the hospital and I talked to the people and 
they had asked me questions and whatever I answered ended my ass there for 10 days. Y'all, let's talk about it. Okay, so 10 days is the lucky number, I guess, nigga. Okay, so let's talk about it. I got a call from, I remember Lex, I called her that day. I had no idea either. And she was like, my mom called, I got to go. I said, okay. And she just, I didn't hear from her for like five hours. I had had turned my phone phone off when I got to the house. And so I'm just calling, 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 and it's just going to voicemail. So I'm like, Okay, so like hours later, like I think like the next day, uh, her mom called and was like, Lex is in the hospital. I'm gonna call you later and talk about it. So, for to somebody who talks to Alexis maybe every other hour, <laughs> <laughs> like literally on the phone like, all the time, all the time, like her grandma had made a comment once about us being on the phone so much. It looks like you be on the phone with your sister all day. I mean, 24 <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> so, I was like, what? And she hung up the phone, and I was like, <laughs> No, I was being on the steps in my parents' house. And I was like, no. I like wailed. I didn't know what happened. I thought she got into an accident. So my mom comes rushing down the stairs. She's like, what? I was like, oh, Lexus is here. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, give me your phone. <laughs> Calling hospital oh trying God, to figure out where I was. You were trying to break all type of HIPAA like, laws trying to find. I just need to know what happened. But like the next day, she called like Alex and uh, Alex's best friend. Now we're on through way. And she told us what happened. But like for 18 hours, I was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Find her. Yeah, so in the midst of that, I learned that um, I am what is called a, she's like a walking depressant, basically. I, I know how to hide behind a smile. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very much like, could be happy-go-lucky. You're functioning. Yeah, it's like, it's my defense mechanism. So uh-huh. I could be completely depressed and not functioning like in my normal life, yeah. but I'd be always bubbly and jokey-jokey, so like no one knows what's going on. And so that, I think that scared my mom for a lot, because then it was always like... Because the doctor told her that she would never know if I was depressed unless I said something. So, like, every you see, every few days, my mom is like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? You good? You just, I just, oh, I'm that, just checking in on you. Oh, that for, like, a while we oh. did that. Oh, Lex had to get oh, yeah, for, it all together. Like, she was like, stop asking Everybody got to stop. You're making me feel crazy. Stop asking me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, and then she told her, my, the doctor told my mother that I don't do well when people yell at me. Oh. So, like, she compared me to, or there was a metaphor about this show dog, and I completely don't even know. But she was like, when you see them, they're like these big, Mm -hmm. strong, German brute dogs, right? And you would think that when you train them, you got to be super stern and yell at them because that's the way they look. She's like, as soon as you yell at them, they crumble. You got to be, like, very soft and understanding. And so these are things that had to you know, click for the people around me. But for myself personally, I had to figure out coping mechanisms and being able to vocalize what was going on with me, which means I had to understand what was happening with me and recognize it. So a lot of times, I know Dion sees it, like if I get in a, a place where like my head is completely fucked up and I go quiet and then she'd be like, okay, what is going on? Like talk. I'm like, I can't, I can't talk about it right now. I don't know what's happening. I got to process. And so like I'm learning that as slow, process to really know A, what's going on, B, how do I address it, and then C, how do I get over it so I'm not stuck in a depressive right. funk. Right. So that's where I'm at with mine. It is a everyday struggle. Okay. Because like, learning what triggers you, for me, I don't even know what my triggers are. Mm-hmm. I just have to, whenever a, a, a feeling happens, I have to 
be quiet and figure out what was it that triggered that. I don't even know, like, if mm-hmm. I just say this is a trigger, right. this is a trigger. In the moment, I have to feel like what what happened to make me go that deep right. in my right. feelings. Yeah. So, and then the mental thing is talking to yourself. Oh, all day. You gotta cut some of that yeah, negative yeah, energy stop out at yourself because I probably say the worst things to myself. Yeah. It's awful, Michelle. What have been your struggles with mental health? Um. Dealing with mental health came about when my father died initially. That's when it, like, really opened up. Mm-hmm. Then I got sick. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, when you're sick, you feel lonely. A yeah. lot of people pull away from you. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm in this bubble. My dad's dead. That was my best friend. And me and my mom didn't really get along. And, you know, me and my brother were kind of distant. So... I feel like I'm alone. I'm in a shell by myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's when, like you say, you begin to talk to yourself and you hear other things mm-hmm. or, you know, you start to. Because real talk, you hear voices. Right. right. And, you know, you try to rationalize it. Mm-hmm. For me, I turn it, for me, I turn it into spirituality. Right. I okay. said, well, maybe my ancestors are reaching out to me. You know, yeah. maybe that's a spirit guide because it's not really negative thoughts Mm -hmm. so much I know when it's me when it's me it's like kill yourself you know Mm -hmm. I've never had the thought to hurt anyone else but that depression is so real it's heavy on you Mm -hmm. but then I heard these voices saying you're okay Mm -hmm. you're gonna be okay you know it's just a moment you're gonna fight through it Mm -hmm. we got you but I think for me my triggers became I lost a lot of friends Mm. and Half of it was my fault. I can take responsibility because, you know, sick people, we have attitudes. We're very moody, and it's unfair for us to lash out at people. So I, I said yeah. that to Deanna. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we just talked about that. When you're, in pain, when you're in pain, Bless you get very mean. I always knew when my grandparents did not feel good because they right. got super snippy. Lash out at people. And a lot of people, you don't want people to stay there and have to take that. Mm-hmm. You don't right. want to make them feel like, you have to be here mm-hmm. and take my abuse because I'm sick. So for me, it was like, if they didn't walk away from me, some people I just walked away from because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that person. And then, you know, you get tired of talking to depressed people every day, and I became that depressed person oh. every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just... So, like, but as a friend, how do you, since we deal with, you know, within ourselves, we all deal with mm-hmm. mental, mental, you know, health problems... Like, how do you be a friend to someone that's going through something? You have to be patient. Mm -hmm. You have to be patient. And a lot of times I feel how Lex felt when it comes to the are you okay question. Mm -hmm. That question becomes so frustrating because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know I'm not okay. And then it begins begins to um, make you feel like you have to say yes to appease people, to keep them at ease, Mm -hmm. to make sure it's because it feels like everyone's waiting for you to be like, no, I'm so depressed. Like, so what can we do? (laughs) So it's like, dude, so now now it gets to a point where you got to be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And even if you're not good, you feel like you have to say, so let me tell you how that is on the opposite end. When you're the strong friend, you can't show that weakness because if you deal with people who have like something and you're going through something, you kind of have to be like, okay, I'm gonna muster through this because you want to be, you still have to be that friend for your friend. Right. But with that, sometimes depending on 
the mindset of that depressed friend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to feel like we can help you. Oh, okay. So if you're the strong friend and you're going through something, it might make me feel better to be like, well, she's Talk leaning about on me. Your problem. Right. I you help the strong them. friend. Yeah, right. yeah. So okay. It, you know, those type of things help. Because yeah. it's all about how do you not stay stuck, right? right? Yeah. I always feel like now knowing myself and getting older and trying to deal with um, depression when it comes, because I think mine just comes in waves. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I stay stuck, but when it happens, I always tell myself, you get today. Okay. <laughs> That's it, bitch. Yeah, yeah but sometimes you need You get today that. to be a punk, yeah. and then tomorrow you're going to have to figure it out. We right. cannot stay stuck. Yeah. So it's like, how do you get yourself unstuck and not stay in that dark? Because you can go deep if you stay there. I normally, I try to do something. I, I try to uh, do something. I, I think one of, like, recently, one of one of my darkest times was this past summer when I had gotten back, you know, trying to get into a natural routine again after the incident. And I think I was just sitting around with the baby at my sister's house, and she was gone throughout the day, and I really didn't have a lot of people to talk to at that time. And I was like, well, I need to do something because... I'm, you know, I'm angry. I'm lashing out at everybody, basically. I was lashing out at their father. I was lashing out at my folks. It was just my sister. I was fussing with everybody. So I had to change what was upsetting me, and I was sitting and bouncing the baby all day. Right. So I was like, we're going to get out. We're going to take the, you know, my nephew stroller. We're just going to go for a walk. So that helped. And then I started looking at apps to maybe mommy and me workouts. You know, I had to change something in my routine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it's my sign, I, I always feel like I have to do something new, but that normally helps me push past a lot. And I and again, I'm a mother too, so I don't really get a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. So I, I get maybe an hour, and then right. it's maybe maybe an hour, <laughs> and then it's like, all right, go, keep going. Mm-hmm. So you know, but how do you stay unstuck, Michelle? Um. I still haven't figured that out. Still working on that. I'm still working on that because I'm not an active person. Mm-hmm. Because of my, you know, disability, I can't do much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, social media was an outlet, mm-hmm. but then it became a trigger. Why? Mm. My last mental breakdown, it was real bad. About two weeks ago, it was actually over a boy. Well, a man. So I would see him online. And I would see him interacting, and I would miss the way we were interacting, you know? Mm. So it was like... Yeah. That gets yeah. you That's every not time. me anymore. It's yeah. not you. So he's, somebody's replaced you. Right. That that's what it made you me. And, and it makes you feel like you wasn't special. But I got mm-hmm. you, yeah. It made me feel mm-hmm. like I was, you know, inferior. Yeah. So I'm like, what does she have that I don't have? You know, now I'm comparing myself, mm-hmm. which I've done in the past as a child, you know, like, growing up, when you feel unattractive, when someone makes you look unattractive, mm. it's even worse. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's something that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm still working on trying to find a way to come out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a manic depressive. Okay. So, one minute I'm high, the yeah. next minute it's real low. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you see me online cracking jokes, and you know, yeah. that's when I'm super high. Super high. Yeah. But, 
I've recently learned that's still a, you know, that's dangerous. It is. Yes, they say that's dangerous because that's the onset before uh, you get your pop. Uh, so okay. when you see me like cracking back to back jokes, yeah, depression is on the way. It's so, on its way. And that kind of scared me because I thought it was normal. Right. Like, I thought I was actually normal in my normal mind mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, laughing and joking. Have you? <laughs> so do you have someone like a someone you talk to? I have. The doctor, she sent me to a psychiatrist, the mm. one that can prescribe medicine. medicine. Mm-hmm. And I fear psychiatrists because I've been on antidepressants before. Yeah. I don't like being a zombie. Right. But it's either become a zombie or feel everything. Mm-hmm. So that's what. That's the crossroads you're right. at at the moment. <laughs> mm. So that's right. something I have to battle. Is your therapist black or white? She's a white woman. How do you connect with her? Do you feel like safe? I with don't her? connect with her. Oh, so there might be there might be another issue. You might have yeah, to might have to try to find a new doctor. I should. I yeah, should. but psychiatrists scared me. When I was in the hospital, the uh, the Indian man that came in there, he was so like aggressive, yeah. but he was so dry. His mm. bedside manner was awful. Right, right. and it's yeah. like you're you're here to help me. Right, and you're so dry with me. Like so, I guess you're. Your experience with the hospital when it comes to that is tainted. That's right. why you... So maybe you should... You might have to branch out and find a doctor, not only like a psychiatrist, but she might know somebody that do some holistic shit too that right. can find a balance between the two for you. I right. think that would be better. Yeah, I yeah. think if you can connect with someone who knows the balance between spirituality yeah. and, and some holistic or some... and Or modern, and, or modern medicine, mm-hmm. I think that having all of the options or, the, or seeing the balance of what you can can do and what you're not comfortable with and all that stuff probably will help. Yeah. I think it's worth finding someone. At least the look. <clears throat> right. And again, that's something new in your routine. Yes, because I believe that people need outlets to talk to people. Like yeah. someone who doesn't know you, who can be objective and, you know, not impose their opinions on you because they know who you are yeah. as a person that yeah. can just listen to you and understand hear your problem because sometimes when you talk to people you think you can talk to they will try to give you advice so you can be the person they imagine you to be right instead of you know what you need to hear mm-hmm. so you need an unbiased person and i wish i could at least get maybe an hour a week to go talk to somebody because my my anger comes out you know in spats yeah (laughs) (laughs) like hit you in post oh shit okay my bad whoa (laughs) sorry i need an outlet bro (laughs) right but yeah so i encourage everybody we we all should reach out and see can we find someone (coughs) to talk to and i hear there's like um talk space on and things like that i Mm -hmm. guess apps and stuff on your phone that you could use because I use one but you still have to pay for a certain I'm just not in a position currently right. <laughs> to, to, do get, so. to give you and I'm sure y'all earn y'all $34.99 I just can't I don't have it right, right. I need some of my insurance cover you see what I'm saying right. yeah like that but I definitely feel like you know if you're suffering from depression you are not alone mm-hmm. it is thousands of millions of it's probably more people who suffer who are not don't realize are not saying that they suffer i think it's definitely worth talking to someone yeah and having outlets to um make sure that you're happy and healthy you know yeah. make it and some... you know maybe you wouldn't have to self-medicate so much with other vices right. like people <laughs> lord jesus okay they are horrible <laughs> <laughs> they gonna break you they every time it's like an awful cycle right yeah you get depressed you use your vices which is people then they depress you and they just keep, keep doing keep, it over keep and over doing, and over keep doing it. 
before. Uh, Michelle, appreciate you coming. Yes, being very transparent no with no us problem. today. We're going to um, keep being the village and we all going to be back to center and happy and healthy. We're going to work together. Yes, amen. Yes, we are. Thank you, ladies. All right, yeah. you're welcome. All right. Okay. And we're going to take a break. All right. Okay, so the topic for this week. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? On this Easter weekend, oh, I run it on this rose moon. <laughs> We're going to discuss black religion versus spirituality. Oh, we getting into this? I want to get into this. This okay. is where I, I, like, I like it here. All right, preacher's daughter. Let's go. <laughs> okay, girl. My daddy always wondered, where did I go wrong? <laughs> With this one. <laughs> this one here, I have one that is also holy. <laughs> my sister's also holy. That's like my mom and her sister. Yeah. My yeah. mom is... Mm, her sister is also holy. Also holy. <laughs> My mom was a heathen. I'm just playing. I love you, mom. No, she's not. She has a good, a good foundation. I, I say that about uh my my father. My father made sure, and my mother. You know, like it wasn't him without her. <laughs> they laid a good foundation for where I am spiritually now. They showed me what I needed, what I needed to lean on how I can lean on it and how I know what I'm doing is right. Mm-hmm. You know, they taught me how to listen to myself and my daddy, even though he's a preacher, he, he instilled in me, you know, my relationship with God is my relationship with God. Right. And can't nobody tell me about my relationship with God. Right. Cause I don't know who you hearing and talking to you, but I know who's talking to me. Right. <laughs> okay. So and don't get slipped. Hey, don't bring yours around my, I don't know. You. I don't know you. Right. I don't know who you pray to, but I know who I pray to. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been praying this man, you know, and in my opinion, and this woman, a long time, I believe God is, you know, God can be both, if not both. I, who am I to say? I don't limit God. Right. I don't put God in a box. I don't make no assumptions about God. Right. I want to make that clear. And this is, and that's so, my, here's, I was always raised, so my, I, f- I find a religion very interesting, right? Because there's so many sectors. <laughs> because you're Baptist, technically, Yes. I was baptized, yes. Oh, but or the church that, that I was raised in was yeah, Baptist. Baptist. Yes, the yes. church that my grandparents um raised my mom in was Church of God. Okay. Um, which has a whole different other rules. I really I really never understood the difference. Okay. See, I don't per, me personally, I've gotten to a place where I'm not really religious. I'm more spiritual because mm-hmm. I feel like religion is man-made. Okay. Because if to me, if if religion wasn't man-made, we're all praying to the same person. Why is there so many? And why have right. wars been started? Because your religion is different from mine. Right. If all of our religion is talking about love and, you know, no judgment. And if it's the same stuff, right. then why are there so many? And why we can't get along? That's number one about religion. But um, even in just... Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. The sectors are really different because I realized that growing up just in Church of God, um, going to Akron every summer and going to my grandparents' church, which I loved. Right. I thought I thought the music was fly. Yeah. You know, I liked going to my grandparents' church um growing up. But like my mother allowed me to pick the churches in California. Right. Because, you have a spirit of discernment. Because something about my spirit and I was the the type of kid that'd be like, I don't like it here. Mm-hmm. And my mom liked to listen to that. And so mm-hmm. I end up always picking a non denominational church technically. Right. So it wasn't under a guidelines right. of so and you've I, always been very free when it came to your thinking about about God right. and about the basis of religion. Right. Cool. So like, um, and then now I'm in a place where it's like church is cool. 
I don't go often because I'm still struggling with the 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 um was it ritual the rituals of of a religion right the practices of a religion and then just being in tune spiritually because I feel like religion puts like you said puts God in a box right because I can I believe in so many things as far as just like soul wise okay and energy and spirit I'm gonna try to put more of an outline to your your spiritual journey and mine right because I I'm a little further in my spiritual journey than Alexis is and we know that. Right. We know that because when we talk about certain things, she has she has questions. Right. <laughs> and I think it's a level that I don't think I'm I'm not going to reach your level. I think your level is a lot higher as far as what you're in tuned with than what I can probably tap into. Just my opinion. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah if she told me something. <laughs> so, I think it came in because I've been in the church. I know for at least like eight years strong. We travel. We were liturgical dancers. We were exposed to all different type of preachers and the ways of worship and this, that, and the third. But I also love the History Channel, right? So, I remember when they'll be in Africa and they'll be in their circles conjugating. They'll be dancing before they even got to the ritual. And I was like, that look a lot like praise and worship, right? So I was like, okay, cool. Didn't want to question it too much because, you know, my dad's a minister and you can't, you know, don't. We were taught not to question things, mm-hmm. you know, but it, I couldn't understand why can't you, it's not a question if you want to know more, right? Right. Isn't that learning? Like, right. how can I learn if I don't ask a question? Right. Right? So didn't really kind of fight it with my folks in the house. We just kind of let it be what it was. So then I think as I got older and more attractive to men, mm-hmm. I was attracting a certain type of man. And these men might have held certain positions in the church. Mm. So my outlook was like, how do you lead a flock? And these people trust you with their business and their sorrow and their pain and their grief. But you can't even stick to the word you preach. Mm. So how solid is that word? Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I started finding things that soothed my soul. So if I wasn't praising, I can't say I didn't have to call on nobody to praise him, but I could go to a place and meditate. If it wasn't a song, it was a breeze. It was, And I started realizing all that is God. Mm-hmm. So I tried to apply that with the word. They were conflicting. Mm-hmm. So I would talk to my daddy about it. And he was like, read the Bible. Every day, just read a verse. And after you read it, you ask for guidance. And I remember that because you would not leave. <laughs> no, we could be going out like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And go get the Bible, read the verse. All right. And like, I would, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, girl, you know we go to the club, right? <laughs> yeah. You would not leave nowhere without I'll, reading a verse. Be, I would read a verse. I would read one in the morning, one in the evening. I, I've read the whole Bible, mm-hmm. right? So I don't feel the need to go back to it because as I pray for understanding, I got it with each verse, and if it was like God tapping, like, but they took that shit out of content. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't say God don't speak to y'all like that, but he talked to me for real. Because mm-hmm. you're going to have to keep it real with me, because sometimes you got to yoke me up. Right. <laughs> you know, you can't be, oh, my daughter, my age. You're like, nigga, get your shit in line. I feel like God, that's how God, <laughs> you're going to have to talk to me like that. You got to talk to me like that. Right. Yeah, but see... I'm going to tell y'all what I really feel. And I, I realized this watching Guava Island. Mm-hmm. And this is just my honest opinion. And take it how you want. And if you don't agree with it, keep your opinion to your motherfucking self. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> asked. Ain't nobody asked. You know what I'm saying? How I see it. I believe that 
black people, we are the answer to everything. Because mm-hmm. look at us. Even in the Beyonce document, she was like, look at us. We can do this and we can do that and we do it in our own way. What you get, you get rhythm and blues from us. We are the answer to the universe. We hold the universe within us. Mm-hmm. We were taught how to see Siri A and B without a telescope. They didn't know. That was 400 years before the telescope was invented. We are magic. We mm-hmm. we are God. God mm-hmm. show is us. Mm-hmm. But see, we turned our back on him. And we turned our back on his teachings. And we turned our back on there's a hierarchy to God. Mm-hmm. You know, there's us, these simple people. There's your ancestor who's on the other side that knows better. There's these people a little bit above them who speak to God on your behalf. And all this time, what what we don't understand and what they do, they plead our case to God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's how we get these messages. This is why you don't always get an answer right away. This is why you have to go through things because that's just the transaction up to him. And I believe that we allow these devils in and they told us what it was and they boxed God in. And when they did that to us, we turned our back to what he taught us and what he gave us, which was this earth. We stopped using that. Mm -hmm. We stopped connecting with the water. We stopped connecting with the heavens. And we said, this is just what God is and that's it. And now we have to work our way back to that. That's why our people are oppressed. Right. And I feel like we're slowly learning each other. That's why we're getting more black. You know, that's why right. we, we get getting into, more in tune to with it. some spiritual yeah, stuff. Right. We not we turn into it now. Right. That's just how I feel. I just had like a <laughs> when you were speaking, I just had like a really I feel like it's it's interesting that my mind went to that and I also find find it funny. But like when you were saying we had um our ancestors and then there are people who like speak our on our Arishas. behalf. Right. Yeah. I just thought like of this like real dope like lawyer situation. <laughs> yeah. oh. They're like <laughs> pleading our cases right. to the judge, yeah. yelling at each other. Because God is the answer, right? right? But see, we hold all that within us, but we 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 suffocate it with cold switching. Right. You know, we, we suffocate all who we, who we have to be when we're bleaching our skin, when we're turning away from what he gave us. I think I think what um, conflicts me a lot with religion is I feel that um, when we were captured and enslaved, that they took spirituality and tried to hold us in captivity mm-hmm. and called it religion. religion. Yeah. And I thought that that was like the cruelest thing that right. you could do because how do you have enslaved people and they allowed them to go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and pray, but they're praying to come up out of their situation and mm-hmm. you've used it to, to keep, keep, keep them, them in bondage. Yeah, like, like that's that really conflicts me. And I think as people like start to get into their more pro blackness, they start looking yeah. at religion like, hmm. And then and then when you get into your pro blackness, you start understanding there are other things out there that helps you connect to get the because God don't hide nothing from us. Right. Like, and black but, people are so spiritual. And we're so in tune. Right. right? Like numerology. That's mm-hmm. the thing. If you you ain't always seeing the same numbers all the time by coincidences. Right. There's ain't no such thing. God always whispered. I think if we take time to stop being so selfish by our own anger, mm-hmm. we could pay attention to what's being said around us. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't want to, you stop when it's something that, that feels out, that's too close to that line. This was called witchcraft. Yeah, what what, right. the, what the heathens do. Because as soon as you get to that line, and that's when the shit just start kicking in good. Because it's like, okay, yeah. okay. so then you're like, so how far does spirituality go in religion, right? Right. Okay. Because if you think that 
if you think that witchcraft is not spiritual or if or even in the bad spiritual it's like how far does it go in your religion because if spirit is just spirit right it should transcend across a bunch of things things. (laughs) right so why is spirit not in hoodoo or voodoo right why do you think spirit's not there good spirit is not there i think because it it goes back to our identity as as not only black people but particular tribes of black people the deeper you get into each aspect of hoodoo voodoo voodoo Mm -hmm. you know or the what the creoles call it of of you know what? What do the Puerto Ricans call there? A bruja, bruja. Oh yeah, a bruja. Yeah. All of this. If you start, if you get into deep into each one of those, you can start identifying people by region, by mm. tribe. You know, you now now they know them themselves, mm-hmm. right? Now you know yourself. Now you dangerous for real, right? Because I saw someone on Instagram put up something that was like, I mean, I don't understand the whole sage thing people doing, but you know, y'all can have that. But let me tell you about what praying to Jesus doing. I'm like, why you think people don't do both? <laughs> why are you? Why think- you don't think that people don't pray while they, they burn sage? sage? Because that's exactly what it is. That's all it is. It's just prayer. You're moving. All you're doing is physically moving energy. Let it do what it's supposed to do. Like, where do you think it came from? My mom likes to call these type of women shamans. She says that was my Mm great-grandmother. She was a shaman. I wish I knew much, much more about her, but I didn't have that pleasure. But my mama holds some secrets. She don't be telling me either because (laughs) she's a preacher wife. So she'd be like, that's enough. Okay. Listen now. She'll listen to me, but after a while, she'll be like, all right, girl. That's the, po- that's the point. I That's got to the stop. point. I got to stop Press it right the pause there. pause button right there. But my father, he is a minister. Like, we'll get into it I, about a Buddha. If I have a Buddha somewhere, we'll get into it back and forth. But see, my dad is not your regular minister. You know, he, he don't shut nothing off. Right. To, to, he's always open to knowledge. Right. Because he'd be like, well, explain it to me. Right. And then he'll be like, okay, so what did you get out of it? Oh, so you like the meditation because it does what? My daddy wants me to explain to you what this is and not just, you keep like, if you're going to do something, don't just be doing it. Mm-hmm. Know what you're doing. And he's never, ever made me feel like, he always be like, but you do believe in Jesus. <laughs> now, wait, let's just <laughs> get that straight. Right, keep the main thing the main thing. Now, listen. You do believe. All right. I definitely believe yeah. that there is a God. Right. That there is an almighty being, that there is something. out. Honey, let me tell you, I have been in a couple of accidents. Okay. That I could have been Ooh. out of here. I have been in a full-on head-first crash Mm. where, like, my car hit the medium of the freeway and, like, right underneath was just, like, a pit. And, like, if my my mom was so scared, oh, I remember her running down the highway because, I like, she she looked over and she was like, Lex, if your car had a flipped, Uh -uh. she was like, you would have been down there, would have, no one have known I would have been over down there. And so I know, like, by the grace of God, not a scratch on me. Mm. Car totaled, mm. not a scratch on me. I always uh, joke and be like, my my uh, angels, my ancestors be blinking or sneezing <laughs> and something happened. Oh, shit. Yeah, my bad. Tra- my bad. I was distracted. <laughs> she good. Yeah. Uh, she all right. She all right. <laughs> she all right, y'all. She right. right. That and then almost uh, dying on the hospital table oh where God. I had dislocated my ankle. And they gave me, like, I was supposed to be in a foggy haze. Like, I was supposed to still be responsive, yeah. but not being able to feel pain. They gave me, um, 
What's the drug that they gave? Oh, Profofol. Profofol, okay. Like, it was a minuscule amount. I remember counting backwards, Uh and then the next thing I knew, I had more masks on my face than I went to sleep with. And my mom was like, girl, you stopped breathing. Oh, my God. And I was like. They sneezed. Oh, see? Sneezed again. Sneezed. Like, it's been a couple of times where I could have been out of there. Okay, see, and that's what I tell my father. I was like, you cannot... You can't tell me it's nothing greater than myself out there because there have been many a times. Many a times. I know I was I not in control. snatched up. Right. Raped at least. Oh, my God. You know, I'm just saying. We had some, some dumb shit in college. We some dumb shit. Oh. God has saved me. And you know what? Funny, that's coming up in the jokes and secrets <laughs> portion. But <laughs> there's been many a times I know God has just grabbed me by my foot. Like, girl. You got to cut I'm it out. I'm tired of you and your nah, shit. I got plans for you, but you're fucking it up. <laughs> Go sit your dumb ass down somewhere. It's not your time, girl, but you're pushing <laughs> it. You're pushing it. Yeah. And that's how uh, I know my ancestors just up there okay. arguing like, we are so sorry. 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 So sorry for her. We're getting it together. <laughs> but yeah, I do feel like there's a direct line of connection to God. But you, when you go in your prayer corner, you better remember that before you got here, somebody paved the way for you to be here. Mm-hmm. Always. And I just... I don't know, maybe because I felt like I was close to my grandmother and my, and I, I love the elderly community, honestly, because I, I feel like they have just so much knowledge and they just be chilling with it. You right. Know, talk to me. Right. But yeah, so I guess, y'all, I, when it comes down to it, you, you really have to go on that journey on your own so you can learn to trust the God when God talks to you. Now, I have been seeing a lot of chit chatter. Uh-huh. online and I find this issue right but I'm about to bring up very controversial okay but I have seen it where the, where people have said like the black church is um, a hindrance to black progression in America hmm. how do you feel about that oh I honestly don't believe that to be true now as it was in the 60s mm. Because black people, again, are branching out on their own. We coming around. Right. And I feel like the more the the weak spots in the black church show themselves, mm-hmm. it draws people away. Kind of like I said, how can you lead a flock? They're questioning things. Mm-hmm. So they kind of pull a step back out of the fog of, you know, some people put their pastors on a pedestal as a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people are kind of falling back from that as these, uh, these men are falling from grace, the right. ones that deserve to. Right, yeah. I feel like those type of churches, yeah. I do not trust a mega church. She don't trust a mega I do not. I think that's why my mama allowed me to be like, you like it here? Do you like it here? I just don't, especially like I have seen some mega churches where like the flock is struggling, Mm. like struggling and y'all not helping them. And, but you got private planes and Bentleys. I do not trust the mega church. Not if your people ain't getting it. Don't have it in order. Right. Yeah. I've never really been one to even look. I've never looked deep into the mega church. I never kind of, I think that's why I like the uh, Greenleaf so much because that's mm-hmm. really like my first time really trying to, that's how I make a church go down because mm-hmm. it's too much. You can't tell me all y'all in here 
It's too much. And it starts becoming like, like politics. politics. And yeah. that's when it's like religion becomes a business. And yeah. then it's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm out. You can't do that. That's why I try to stay how spiritually you, in tune. How are you praising anybody with your all if you focus on other shit in the worship center? I right. don't get that. Right. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not one and of I my And I think things. that's why spirituality for me is just like, it is, it, it's more connecting to who you know is guiding you. Right. And, you know, and the teachings are cool to put into practice, but yeah. I feel like being a good person yeah. is just being a good person. Yeah, even if you mess up. <laughs> right. You can still be a good person. Right. Yeah. But to really be in tune with the person that is guiding you mm-hmm. and that is working for things on, in your favor and really yeah. respecting those who, like you said, there were people who paved the way. Right for you. Just because they, they moved on yeah. don't mean that they're not around still paving, paving your way. way. Right. And you have to treat them... You know, yes, you might like Marvin Gaye, but them Marvin Gaye ain't your blood. Right. You see what I'm saying? You got people in your blood that want to see you win. Right. And, and you know, I also feel like when we do get there, get to heaven, and you all, we all know everybody, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes just recycling. I just think it's, I think my, my vision of what is beyond us is so great and grand and mm-hmm. beautiful. I, I just try to respect the levels more so than fight. Right. Fight them. Right. Yeah. Because you fighting yourself when you're not giving into what you feel is natural. Right. And I'm not going to fight myself when it comes to God. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. At all. Now I might fight myself over some decisions I made, but no. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good time to take a break. You want to take a break? I think so. All right. Let's go. Woo. All right. Uh... <laughs> Oh, so oh, I still think I need therapy. I don't know. It was so much self-reflecting going on. And I'm not done, apparently. I'm still still learning so, so much about myself and still trying to get. Whew. But, you know, if y'all, you know, have been down some self-reflecting lanes, y'all want to tell me, tell D what y'all have been, you know, learning about yourself, some new ideas that y'all have brought to the forefront, some new ways of thinking, please hit us up, let us know, talk to us, come, come, you know, tell us what's going on, okay? Because I want to know. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm actually very into other people's business because I've shed so much of my own. So <laughs> if you want to come, just holler at us let us know how y'all are doing let us know what y'all are up to or if you plan on just you know getting back out there now that the city is slowly opening back up or state or you know whatever i think black people in the city are like i'm wait. i'm wait. so but if you are going to you know just talk to us let us know hit us up at where's the lie 19 at gmail.com that's where's with an s the lie 19 at gmail.com also on um, instagram and facebook at where's the lie 19 just, you know, come holla at us. We here. We still here. Clearly, we, we still here. All right. And we will holla at y'all next time.